You're listening to Adam Carricker on The Ticket on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Character on the ticket. I just spoke with former uh, Colorado. You would not like that. Former Colorado defensive tackle Matt McChesney. I'm going to be joined now by Tyler Columbus. And up next is the People segment. Send me your questions, your comments, your concerns. 402-464-5685. But before that, I had a former teammate of mine out in D.C. Okay, he played offensive tackle with Colorado from 2003 to 2007, which means we crossed over a bit. When Nebraska and Colorado played, he was second team all Big 12, as voted on by the coaches and the writers in 2007, an eight-year NFL vet and a Super Bowl 50 champion, Mr. Tyler Columbus. How you doing, my friend? Adam, I'm doing great, man. Um, I'm happy to be on your show. You're a great dude. I uh, love you all the time, except for this week. <laughs> <laughs> I love you all the time, except for this week, too, and that's all right. Dude. You have been fun to watch on social media this week, and I got to ask you, you sent out a tweet a day or two ago, Colorado by three touchdowns. Are you being for real, or are you just pandering to Buff fans, man? Okay, all right. First off, I said three scores, not three three, touchdowns. All right, nine points. My bad. So so small difference there, (laughs) right? Uh, But, yes, no, man, I mean, I look at this game, and in all sincerity, look, I'm not one of those dudes that is going to sit here and lie to you and say I knew what to expect from the Buffs in week one. I had no clue what to expect from the Buffs. I mean, I was just hoping to have a competitive game, uh, go out there, represent yourselves, and let's have a nice, healthy, slow build here for Dion. Now, Dion will call me out for not being a believer. So uh, mm-hmm. forgive yep. me, Dion. I didn't know what I was seeing yet. Yep. Uh, but yeah, man, I mean, I look at this game. The, the offense that Colorado had is something unique. And it took one drive to realize that that looks different than what we've seen in about the last 15 years. You know, Nebraska, obviously, look, you guys are probably the most snake-bitten team in America. Uh, I mean, I don't know how many one-loss, uh, uh, one-score losses you guys have had in the last couple of years, but it, it's insane. Uh, you, you've obviously got a healthy defense, uh, but your offense has got to find a way to get it going uh, in this game. Yeah, I, I, I know the the number of the one-score losses, but I'm not going to put it out there because I can't <laughs> argue with you right now. So let, let me guess. Let me guess. 20. It's less than 20. It's, it's, <laughs> okay. it's We'll just say it's more than 10, less than 20, somewhere in that range. But, yeah. hey, hopefully we can get, on our end, our fortunes changed a little bit this weekend. All right, so you look at the Buffaloes. Shadur Sanders looks like a potential top-10 NFL draft pick, Heisman candidate. In fact, him and Travis Hunter are like one and two right now according to most national pundits after week one. My question for you is this. At some point, do you think you're going to have to actually run the football? Because Shadur can keep slicing and dicing and making great decision and accurate throws, but at some point, they average 1.6 yards per carry. Do you get concerned about the Buffaloes actually having to run the ball at some point? Yeah, well, offensively, that was obviously the one thing that was missing. Uh, you know, Dylan Edwards had a tremendous game, four touchdowns, running back. But did not get it going in the running game. All that came in the passing game. Uh, I did talk to some folks inside the building within like 30 minutes uh, after the win. And that was one thing they said. We, we couldn't get the running game going the way that we wanted to. So, yeah, I mean, I'm an offensive lineman. Uh, you, you know how I'm built, man. Uh, I don't like throwing the ball that much. But, listen, they're running that air raid. And I got a love-hate relationship with the air raid. Uh, it's fun to watch. 
but sometimes as an offensive lineman, you're just like, hey, man, put the team on my back, go underneath center on third and short, fourth and short, whatever it is, uh, and let, let's just run this ball, this ball, big boy football. So, but the beauty of their raid uh, for the running game is oftentimes when it's not there, you you get those running backs involved in that short, quick mm-hmm. passing game, and you get the ball in their hands as often as you would if you were running the ball. But absolutely, the, the running game was the one thing that was missing from that game. It's interesting. You say air raid, and I immediately, and I know it's not the same exact offense, but I go to Mike Leach in my head. Yeah. And, you know, obviously he was at Tech and Washington State and Mississippi State, and he's a guy that I sorely miss in college football. But I remember when we were playing his air raid offense in Nebraska, he, he basically used two two yard little dunk passes to running backs as their running game. Yeah, and it, that, was, it yeah. was maddening. That, I mean, yeah, that, that, that's exactly what it was. And and if you look at that game, listen, Colorado's offensive line played way better than I expected them to. I was pretty concerned about that group going into the season. Uh, but when you've got a quarterback that's getting rid of the ball in 0.2, 0.3 seconds, hey, man, we all look pretty good out there as offensive linemen. Uh, so so that's what I was blown away by with Shador. Uh, number one, with those running backs, getting them involved in the passing game. But number two, that dude knew where to throw the ball. He identified the defense, and he just didn't put his offensive line in jeopardy. You know, left tackle got beat on one that he'd like to have back. Um, you know, everybody probably had one or two plays uh, across the board off, on the offensive line. Uh, but but that QB, man, Shador, if he can get rid of that ball, hey, man, Peyton Manning made me look good. Not because I was good, but because he got rid of the ball. You know, <laughs> like, like you got a QB that gets rid of the ball like that. That makes offensive line awfully easy. Okay, so not not speaking about you specifically because it was mostly when he was at the Colts, and I don't believe you played with him at the Colts. We would go to play a Peyton Manning team. The offensive line was horrible. He had all these yeah. skill positions all over the place. I'd be licking my lips, and then when the game was over, I'd be so pissed off because he got rid of the ball so quick. He didn't need an offensive line. I, know. I don't know. I don't know Shadur's Peyton Manning, but you, you, you kind of get my point. Now, when you look at Nebraska. Okay, obviously there's things Nebraska has to get better at, but as a as a Colorado Buff analyst fan alum, what concerns you the most when you look at this Nebraska team rolling into Boulder? Well, I don't think we faced a defense last weekend. So uh, mm-hmm. Nebraska's got a very healthy defense. And Colorado's defense, look, let's keep it real, they gave up 40-some points that you're not going to win a lot of ball games doing that. You can't get a shootout every single weekend. Good news for the bus is I don't see Nebraska putting up 40 points, but your defense is going to be something different than what we saw last week. So, you know, we'll find out what this what this offense is going to be for the bus because uh, offensively, you know, you guys kind of got lucky on, on, on that one touchdown. And outside of that, you couldn't get a whole lot going. And I'm really not dogging you guys at all. I respect no, I get it. I get it. I respect the hell out of your program. I really do. Matter yeah. of fact, I, t- I took a recruiting trip to Nebraska. Uh, I, I, I really respect you guys. I hate you, but I respect you. <laughs> <laughs> Feelings mutual, my friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but 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 your defense is the one thing that, that I'm saying. Okay, we're about to find out whether this offense for Colorado is real or not. For those who don't know, Tyler coming out of high school is actually a super prep All American, so he was a highly recruited individual. Obviously, Colorado won that war. But you look back at Colorado, there were so many things about that that I was astonished by. Okay, you have eighty thousand players leave, rounding down eighty thousand <laughs> players come in. 
and then you said it first drive first game all these new players not sure about the o-line and it looks like it looks like they've been doing this for 15 20 years together were you stunned how they just look like that right out the gate because i was blown away absolutely hey man you're a defensive lineman you guys big bit bunch of big dum-dums you, you guys you. you got you guys Appreciate can make it. it you guys can make it all click in two weeks right Yep. Offense. When Athletes. do you see offenses? <laughs> when when do you see an offense click like that in one offseason? It just doesn't happen. And for for any Nebraska fans that don't know, uh, our offensive coordinator Sean Lewis, uh, and and he this guy, man, he took a gamble of all gambles. He was the head coach at Kent State, and he stepped down to become the offensive coordinator at Colorado. Who does that? I mean, nobody steps down from a head coaching job especially when you're yep. already d1 right yep. well that, that guy got that offense in, in a rhythm that that i haven't seen i mean i've been a part of an offseason fresh start on offense many many times and i have never in my entire career come out in the first week gelling like the colorado offense gelled on the first drive yeah, it was it was crazy to watch. You watch a true freshman like Dylan Edwards. You don't see that very often in game one. Then you watch Travis Hunter play over 100 plays. And Shadur in his first game is, you know, power five quarterback. We've chatted about the running game for Colorado's got to get better. Defense got to get better. Look at Nebraska, because obviously, I mean, I don't think their game plan is going to be a secret. They're going to try to run the ball, keep the ball away from your offense, and Colorado wasn't great at stopping a, the, the run a week ago. Gave up over seven yards per carry to a TCU team who isn't exactly a run-heavy type team. So when you look at Nebraska's offense, obviously didn't put a ton of points on the board, but if they can stay on the field and just keep that Colorado offense out of rhythm, off the field, maybe obviously put some points on the board as well, do you see that as the biggest key to this game, or what do you think the biggest key to this game is? You know, it, it's always a catch-22 when you play a high-powered offense. Uh, I, I think if I'm a head coach, the first thing that comes to mind is we got to keep them off the field. So, yeah, let's run the ball, especially because that's what you're good at. Uh, and, and Colorado did not do a good job of defending the run in week one. So that that's obviously a natural instinct. But at the same time, do you really think you're going to hold Colorado to less than 24, 28 points? I, I mean, and that's on the low end, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, and, and, and so if, if you think you can actually do that defensively, okay, eat up the clock offensively. At some point, you got to take your shots and you got to put points on the board, right? Because uh, it, it, you play Patrick Mahomes. Now, he lost last night, but uh, you, you give that guy the ball. If he's got the ball at the end of the game, you assume he's going to win, right? And, and look, it's been one week. And, and of course, I got to do my best to, to slow the roll. I'm, mm -hmm. living on, I'm living on a high that, that I haven't come down from yet after that first week. But offensively for Colorado, I don't know, man. If, if I'm Nebraska, I think I'm trying to come up with every way I possibly can to put points on the board because it doesn't matter how much time you take off the clock. Colorado's scoring quick, man. A lot of truth that it's funny. I just got a text. So we're pre-recording this interview, full disclosure, but there's a couple of people listening in. And one person just texted me, Kent State to Colorado is a downward move no matter how you see the coaching <laughs> position. I just thought I'd share that with you. But yeah. anyways. Yeah, okay. well, well, yeah, there was a time that that was true. Not anymore, buddy. Not yeah, anymore. Not now. 
Not now. That That's fair to say now. Okay, Matt McChesney. Now, this is an entertaining dude, okay? He yeah. won, like, the most outstanding defensive player. I think he won the Spirit Award while he was at Colorado. He's a fun guy. Do you have any Matt McChesney stories from your time playing with him or stories about me? If you want to humiliate me at this point, that's fine, too. Do you have any interesting stories you, you want to share with the fans? Oh, oh my gosh, man. I got stories about both of you. But uh, Matt McChesney is the most insane human being I've ever met in my life. <laughs> I mean, I hate you guys, but like Matt's going, he's sitting in the away section at this game. I saw, yep. I'm legitimately concerned about a lot of people's safety sitting in the in the away section there. The yep. dude's nuts. Man, I, I remember one game uh when we were at CU. We actually played in Denver as well, but uh when we were at CU, he had this he had this Buffalo bandana and and he couldn't find the bandana and he's ripping apart his lock. Where, where's my bandana? Get it, my pick? He's tossing everything out of where he's 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 tossing equipment. Guys, like like it. Th- this was life and death. Where we had to find that bandana. I'm like Matt. It's just bandana. You're gonna be okay. Uh, next thing I know, like I'm up against the wall. <laughs> like, oh wow! I'm like, hey, dude, chill out, man. It's just bandana. You're gonna be okay here, pal. But that's the kind of passion that he carries all the time, man. And man, he hates Nebraska like you would not believe. Uh, man, I grew up a buff, and 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 this game means everything to me. This is not this is not just another game. And you know, I know for years and years, Nebraska kind of poo pooed the rivalry. I know we earned your respect by the time it was all said and done. And and yeah, the season the 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 series total doesn't look great. I'm sure you've won three out of four games over over the entire series. But uh, th- this game back when. Both teams were good, quite frankly, and and we both got bad. Uh, this was a this was a life or death situation, man. I mean, you do not wear red in my household. You don't. You don't do it. And what I love about Dion, do I think Dion really hates Nebraska? Probably not. But he's embracing this rivalry, mm-hmm. and yep. and he's giving the fan base what they want. And you know, he's saying this is another game. This is personal. And it gives me goosebumps uh, as as an alumni hearing our head coach embrace that. But but I do got to give you one quick shout out. Uh, okay. So it was my my junior year, final game of the season. Uh, we were playing in Lincoln, and you guys did win this one. And I think that was your senior year, if I remember yep, correctly. I remember that game. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and man, that was the last game of the season. We we did not go to a bowl game that year. We were terrible. We were like two and twelve or, or two and ten or something like that. And uh, I tell you what, you gave me a whooping of all whoopings, and, and I had to live with that for the next five six months in the off season. There's nothing worse than having a bad game in your final game of the season because that's the last taste that you got and you can't give it. So I had nothing but respect for you. And then we end up being teammates. I was glad we were on the same side. But uh, I'll never forget that game, man. You you gave me hell. It was, uh, yeah, we we became teammates in D.C. I think a couple years later. And I think, correct me if I'm wrong, was your first practice, they brought you in mid-year. Was it Thanksgiving Day? Was that the day they brought you in? Boy, uh, you you remember that better than I do. Um, I you know it was pro- yeah, that sounds give or take that sounds about right. Yeah, and and then I you know I was I was a I was a tackle. And yeah. And uh, week one they brought me in and like, hey man, you're gonna start a guard, and and I was like, uh, 
okay, let's see how this goes. Um, yep. But but yeah, it, it it was good. And then honestly, Washington is where I kind of came into my personal prime and ended up starting about four years out there and uh, had a lot of fun, even though there were some tough times. Yeah, no, you definitely earned your way in Washington. And then obviously you won a Super Bowl uh, with the Broncos, with Peyton Manning. Uh, two quick questions and I'll let you get out of here. One, what's your score prediction for the game? Okay, and then two, because I know you're a host, you do some things on the radio there in Denver. You do a great job. Let folks know uh, where they can find you. Uh, I got bust by three scores, so I'm going to go 31-18. How did I do on the math there? Does that up? Is that add up? Is, is, is that two touchdowns and a field goal, something like that? <laughs> it's a touchdown and two field goals. Yeah, three scores. That works. Okay. That works. Okay, there we go. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll go 31-18. Uh, I, I, I am a bit concerned about our defense. I have no clue what you can do offensively. Um, but we'll see what you can do. I do think that your defense is going to be a whole lot better than TCU's, so you're going to slow us down. But, man, that offense for Colorado, I think it's the real deal, and until somebody stops it, I'm buying in. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to assume they're going to continue to put up points. But you guys can find me. I do radio every day, uh, 12 to 3 p.m. Mountain Time uh, here in Denver and Colorado. Uh, I'm on Altitude Sports 92.5. So, Adam, I, I love you, brother, and I, I appreciate you having me on. Yep, I appreciate you, and thanks for joining me. And don't go anywhere, Husker Nation. The People segment. Send me your questions, comments, concerns, 402-464-5685. We'll be right back.